0: Data privacy is a new field with limited information and a massive impact. As business owners, marketers, and sales professionals, we need to understand how data privacy trends impact our businesses. So today, I've invited Dean Shapiro, a data privacy expert, to share how data privacy regulations are changing and how you need to prepare. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow revenue. Today, you are going to get the lowdown on data privacy. Now, before you tune out, there are things in this episode that you need to know. And you'll also get some ideas that will help you grow and create competitive advantage. One of the most common questions I get as I talk with business leaders who are setting revenue goals for the new year is, Daryl, how do we set growth goals when things are so uncertain? I'd like to invite you to join me for a free web class on how to set revenue growth goals in an uncertain market. You can access this class live on December 9th at 1 o'clock Eastern or 10 o'clock Pacific. Or you can also access the recording. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can find it on our website at revenuegrowthengine.net. All of us can use a fresh perspective when it comes to setting revenue goals and I believe you're going to get a lot out of this class. Today, we're going to talk about data privacy. Specifically, we're going to address evolving privacy regulations and what they mean for your business. These evolving regulations can be complicated and frustrating. That's why I'm excited for you to meet Dean Shapiro. He's the founder of InVisit.io, an organization that helps companies navigate the minefield of changing data privacy regulations. You'll learn about the latest data privacy trends related to marketing, including a change that Facebook made just recently that signals future potential changes in regulations that could impact your business. We'll talk about these trends and how you can prepare. This may not be the most fun topic we address this year, however, it may be the most important. So grab a pen and a notepad and get ready to learn from Dean after a word from our sponsors. Dean, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Well, this uh, as we head into this new year that's, uh, that's just around the corner, this is an uh, important time to be thinking about data. There's a lot of changes going on out, out in the world today of data and data privacy that affect businesses directly. And that's why I'm so glad to have you here today, because I know you're going to bring a lot of insight um, that's not only valuable, but actually very critical for marketers and sales as we move into the new year. So I'm, thank you for joining us.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm happy to talk to you about this. Because like you said, this is a new field with limited existing education and massive impact. if not handled correctly. So it's an important one for sure.
0: Well, absolutely. And and it's something, you know, no one really likes to think about this kind of stuff. uh, But the reality is in, you know, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in sales or you own a company, it's important to understand, the implications of, of this emerging and evolving uh, world of data and privacy. So I'm curious um, as, as you think into 2021, you know, what are some of the biggest things that you see happening related to data and data privacy as, as impacting, you know, those of us, a lot of us are in the B2B space. What do you see out there that, that we really need to have on our radar right now?
1: Yeah, it's it's a really fascinating uh, industry and landscape right now. And in 2021, it, these things, these early trends we're seeing are only going to expedite. And, and the most important of those trends is, like you kind of just alluded to, there's a lot of privacy laws coming out. Those are going to increase next year as well. But for the marketers and salespeople of the world, the most important trend is that in response to some of these new data regulations, privacy regulations, Marketing platforms that most people are very reliant on, like Facebook advertising, Google advertising, they're starting to usher in their own platform-specific privacy requirements. Basically, things like, hey, uh, face- f- you know, Facebook, hey, marketer, you need to do these privacy things now, these mm-hmm. new privacy implementation features, and if you don't, we're going to penalize your performance. So what we're witnessing is the early stages of privacy not becoming or, or not no longer being a legal responsibility, but a marketing responsibility. Because if they're not handled correctly, they have significant, sometimes devastating uh, impact on sales and conversions
0: well and i think that's really interesting because if you think about you know obviously years ago we had the can spam act then europe you know several years back came up with the gdpr which was was pretty pretty stiff and Uh, seem like, you know, not long now, California kind of followed. So up until now, it's always felt like something that's happened at a governmental level, at a state level, at a, you know, European Union. But now, now you're starting to see the privacy um, regulations coming in at a platform level. And that is, that's brand new. Mm -hmm.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. And it's a very, why I love the space of privacy is it's so fascinating and fast moving. And it's kind of like the best analogy I make is it's it's kind of like a seesaw where governmental bodies, like you just alluded to, California with mm-hmm. the new California Consumer Privacy Act, GDPR, you know, out in, in the Europe. Uh, <laughs> these regulations come out and then Facebook and Google and more and more platforms are like, okay, now we got to deal with it. Now we got to implement technical requirements to manage this. So the platform, because the platforms don't want to get sued and they know there's kind of a bullseye on there. I mean, that's anecdotal, of course, like nothing in legislation, but you would imagine there's a bullseye on them.
0: Well, I can see, yeah, obviously the mindset is, hey, we better get in front of this trend for a company, platform company like Facebook. So Talk to talk to us about um, what's happening at Facebook and and what's kind of it's it's happening kind of behind the scenes, right? I haven't seen a whole lot of headlines about this yet.
1: Crazy, it, it truly is, and the impact it has is massive. And I and it's not getting a nearly enough attention. I'll, I'll explain. It. I'll give you some theories on why. By the way, okay. But uh, but yeah. So of all the platform requirements, the biggest. Um, feature update was, is Facebook's limited data use. This is a relatively new feature. It only came out or is only like um, required on October 20th, 2020. So we're talking about a very, very new thing. I don't, yeah, exactly. I I think many people just don't even realize this has happened. Uh, But what Facebook essentially said with this new limited data use feature is that Facebook, they don't believe... They can ever truly be CCPA compliant. And so it's a fair argument because they think, or they're stating, there's just too many businesses coming on using their platform to advertise. There's too mm-hmm. many marketers, too much data. They, they can't govern it all mm-hmm. um, at the point of ingestion, like Facebook can't do it. So if you're a marketer and you want to use Facebook or Instagram uh, to reach customers to market mm-hmm. your business, you need to guarantee essentially CCPA compliance. You need to implement these new privacy features on your site that give people the ability to opt out. And then from a technical side, you have to in- pass these like things called, um, this is a little technical, but data processing option parameters, basically this like new little snippet of code. You mm-hmm. have to pass to Facebook letting them know every single site visitor, if they are opted in or opted out, receiving targeted advertising from your business. And if you don't, Facebook is just going to stop showing your advertisements to users uh, that they think are either located in California or who are likely opting out, whether it's data they've collected from other sites on, um, you know, somebody who who opted out elsewhere, basically. So Facebook is essentially trying to reduce their own liability and saying you as the business owner, as the marketer, you need to tell us what to do with everyone's data, and if you don't, we're going to penalize you for do, for for doing nothing.
0: Well, and that's an interesting. You know, it, Facebook's made that move. You can only guess that other platforms are going to probably follow suit on that. And you know, on, on one side, I can see that there would be tremendous disadvantage to companies that um, don't do the due diligence and put put everything in place to uh, manage privacy. On the other hand, though, the companies that do put that in place and are ahead of the curve, or maybe we're now right at the curve, um, and, and doing that, are going to have a uh, an advantage because there are going to be fewer um, advertisers on a platform like Facebook just by default uh, because companies don't have the uh, the platforms in place that or the the behind the scenes privacy in place. Yeah. That's very very interesting. What um, so, so when it comes to to meeting those criteria um, and putting your company in a, a place so you know um, whether you're meeting your criteria or not, I mean, this has been a huge part of, of what you've been building right now at InVisit and, uh, and all of that, which, by the way, congratulations. It's, it's exciting um, to see this whole new emerging um, service and, and uh, whole new emerging category of privacy management. Uh, Talk talk to us about the vision behind that and and what you're building. Because I'm really curious and I think our audience would love to know.
1: Yeah, uh, you you nailed it exactly. I I come from a data background prior to founding this company. uh, I was one of the data leads at Hearst, which is a big media company here in New York. They own like a lot of magazines like Cosmo, Men's Health, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And what I thought well, in my opinion, is that the existing privacy solutions that were emerging, again, very new fields. We're talking mm-hmm. about brand new necessity of this type of technology. They were doing a good job of managing regulations. What they were not doing is managing actual financial performance, marketing performance impact as a result of privacy. Hmm. And, and that came to fruition in many ways, but what the realization of how big of a deal this could be was Facebook's limited data use uh, when we realized how dramatically, I mean, we saw some big, some companies that had heavy um, customer bases in California, like mm. lose their business overnight. Now, now thankfully, the wow. ones we worked with recovered it. Yeah, seriously. I, I, we had one company reach out to us or, or began working with us who in the days after limited data use saw 80% of their sales disappear overnight like insane because they were so heavy wow. in California. Wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. So there really has not been many solutions for marketers uh, to say, okay, I have privacy, You know, whether or not I have privacy handled, how is privacy affecting my sales? How is it affecting my marketing performance? Am I losing convergence that I don't know about because I don't have proper privacy management in place? And that's exactly what we do at InVisit. We are privacy management built for marketers to protect their performance uh, from all of these emerging rules and regulations in the platforms themselves. Like Facebook's Mm -hmm. the most dramatic, but quietly Google has uh, new code requirements they basically uh, require for alerting them what to do with people's data. Snapchat, they basically have a system in place, but like not much formalized help where they say, hey, if someone opts out, you have to let us know and you have to do all these things. We're not responsible, us, again, us as, as in Snapchat. So privacy has created a real headache for marketers that can seriously financially impact them or impact their companies. That's what we're trying to focus on. We're trying to make sure privacy uh, doesn't hurt your bottom line, doesn't hurt your marketing performance. And we'll will we'll not only monitor to make sure you're up to date, Uh, with every platform specific privacy requirement for every geography where you want to do business and reach Mm -hmm. customers, but we'll also automate all of those requirements. So, you know, you can rest assured that your performance and your campaigns are continuing as expected.
0: Yeah, this is so, so congratulations, by the way. And I mean, what a, what a brilliant um, area to, to be in and, and, you know, the evolution of this is going to really require companies to have partnerships with folks like you that that are on the cutting edge you know, so that when Facebook drops something like this on a random October twentieth, you know, <laughs> exactly. you know it all, And and I think it's only going to grow. Actually, you know, what would be really helpful. I'm going to put you on the spot. And uh, there's there's some folks listening in um, that um, you know maybe you don't do business in California. Maybe you're not aware of the California Consumer Protection Act. I think if you could give us some of the highlight bullet points from that. And what that means to businesses and what they need to do. The reason for that um, is I want everyone listening in to understand the trend. Um, you know the trends of what's going on in data privacy because you may be listening in going, Daryl, we're not in California, we don't need to worry about this. Well, a, you may have some clients in California, and b, these trends are not going away. There's not going to be a oh, we don't need privacy anymore. This is going this is going to roll out. Um, Probably faster than any of us expect across both geographies and platforms, and we need to understand the nuts and bolts of this. So, if you were to bullet out some of what California, uh, you know, legislation means to business, what what would you put in those high level bullet points?
1: Yeah, absolutely. the uh, The most important, like the the crux of all top level, right? The crux of CCPA and really the motivation of all privacy laws that are emerging, the most important feature is simply put, give people a way to opt out of data tracking. That's like the holistic message and GDPR, CCPA, all these other US state laws, they're all doing it in different ways or have different verbiage around it, Mm -hmm. but that's what it comes down to. It's like, if I'm a consumer and I wanna uh, visit your site and I wanna say I don't wanna be stalked around the internet afterwards or have data vendors that load it on your page, you know, uh, aggregating profiles on me, I want the right to exercise an opt out of saying don't take my data. That's really what it comes down to. For, For CCPA specifically, there's a few other main clauses. The one that is slightly controversial is related to that opt out that I just described. And that's because for CCPA, one of the main clauses is something called, do not sell my data. Uh, It's a weird term, do not sell my data. Under CCPA, a sale is not considered, hey, I'm gonna go sell this guy's email address or personal information. Sale in in the definition according to CCPA means that you use someone's data for exchange of value. And it Hmm. states advertising is subject to that. It's actually a little fun fact, on election day on November 4th, they just um, passed like CCPA 2.0 to clarify that, specifically to say, behavioral advertising. Give people the way to say, opt me out, do not share my data, I don't wanna be included in, in behavioral advertising. And that's the most important feature in my opinion. And I think most regulators would agree with me. Outside of that, it is um, about giving people more control and information over their data. So Mm -hmm. the other uh, biggest clauses of CCPA and these, again, different verbiages, but they're pretty consistent across different regional uh, regulations, is one, something called the right of notice, which is disclosing what data vendors are loading on your page. That's why you see accept cookie banners so often these days. Mm-hmm. If you click onto them, most of them will say like, hey, here's loading them. Who's, here's who's loading on my site. Google Analytics, Hotjar, Facebook, obviously. Mm-hmm. Here are the vendors taking or using your data when you use our website. That's, that's mm-hmm. for the right of notice uh, clause mm-hmm. of CCPA. And then the other two that give people more information over their data is something called the right of access. You have to provide a form where an individual site visitor can say, "Hey, tell me what you have on me. I want to know what data you have on, you have collected on me. You know, um, I'm Dean Shapiro. I live at this address. I want a file that says where you have, like, what you know about me. Which then businesses really should um, aggregate. You know, know where you have your data and what systems. If it's used mm-hmm. for email marketing, if it's used for Facebook." Um, advertising, the ways they're using their data, basically. Mm -hmm. Then, lastly, the most important one is the right to delete that data. If you say, hey, you know, I'm not that comfortable, please just, it's almost, you can almost think about it as like an unsubscribe uh, link, but for, you know, data related. Unsubscribe and erase. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, hey, I, I don't want my data stored in your platform, in your CRM, whatever it might be, please erase me. And those are kind of the underlying pillars of of the CCPA.
0: Well, this is really instructive. And I think one of the things, if you're listening in and you own a business, sales or marketing, I think one of the things, regardless of where you're located, um, you you may say I'm not in California, I'm not in Europe, Um, regardless of where you're located, I think one of the things that needs to be an initiative, and I'm curious what you think, is 2021 and maybe early in 2021 should be a, a year where you start to get some organization around your customer and prospect data um, you know where it's centralized um, or somehow connected so you've got the mechanism to be able to um, comply with these regulations um, because if if you just have data scattered across multiple platforms and it's not centrally managed it seems to me that that you're probably, um, putting your company in a position where at some point you're going to have some risk.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's so true. And like, like you, you just described it perfectly, like if you're thinking, Hey, you know, I'm not, I don't have a huge customer based in California. I'm fine. Guess what? It's, it's coming to a state near you. <laughs> <There's, right. laughs> like, like all, we are <laughs> we were talking uh, before we started the podcast, but no one, shows any love for Nevada. Nevada has a state law that they just passed a couple of months ago too, very similar to CCPA. So now, very recently, mm. if you have a customers in Nevada, you need to do basically the same thing as I described for CCPA. Uh, 11 other states have CCPA you know, similar proposals yeah. next year. New York has one that's even more severe, more, more uh, strict than CCPA coming out. So th- this is in no way... Uh, an issue where you're like, eh, I'm good. I don't have to deal with it. It's a matter of like, are you dealing with it now or in a matter of months? And what's maybe a good thing in hindsight, or at a macro level, is that platforms like Facebook are almost forcing your hand even more as a, as a business and as a marketer by saying we're actually going to hurt your performance nationwide potentially if you yeah. don't do this now. A lot of businesses are like, "Fine, now this has actual sales right. uh, impact. I'll just do this." Go ahead and. and do then it. when yeah, and then when New York passes, you know their law, you're okay. You have you yeah. already had it handled.
0: Well, that's good, and um, this is this has been extremely helpful. I've actually learned some stuff here today, and I'm really really glad you're sharing this with us. Um, and and Dean, as we wrap up in the last couple of minutes, um, if you just. Put yourself in the seat of um, a company, maybe a you know, mid-sized B two B type company um, or a small business. Like, what what would you what would you recommend be on the top of the action item list to to start getting ready for this?
1: the The most urgent thing is is looking into Facebook limited data use. And I okay. hate saying that as like a piecemeal solution, which it is, but like that's the thing that's going to impact your job as a marketer or as a salesperson the most right now. Like that's critical. You should look into this. Uh, your listeners can feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to provide a free consultation on this because it's such a big deal. And that's why like, we're always trying to raise awareness. This is a significant impact that could really hurt your business financially if, if not handled. So first, and especially if you're trying to do, if you're a company that is offering any type of holiday services or, or deals mm-hmm. this time of year, get this handled now. Um, and outside of that, as a more general thematic uh, thing to do, start figuring out what data you have collected and where it lives. And I think that's kind of like the first stepping stone to being a, a, a better data-driven and privacy-centric organization. Know what data you're collecting and where it lives, what platforms it's living on. That's going to make your life much easier from a privacy compliance standpoint, knowing what you have and who you have data on uh, is the first step to really getting privacy compliant. And likewise, I think it actually will lead to business improvements because once you have better aggregation of yeah. your data, you can make smarter decisions yourself. So it's kind of like it pays for itself by getting your ducks in a row when it comes to like aggregation of your data, you can manage privacy much more effectively and hopefully drive better business outcomes at the same time.
0: I think that that's, sums it up really nicely. And you know, if, if you're a business that, that's kind of been piecemeal in terms of your sales and marketing technology infrastructure, you got one piece over here for email, you get something over here for something else, you get a CRM that's not connected to anything, none of it's connected to your ERP system, it might be, it probably is time. It's not might be, it is time to look at upgrading to that. So everything talks and works together. And you're absolutely right because the good news out of that is it enables business process improvement, enables collaboration communication inside your company. So you can not only land more new clients, but you can also cross sell more, which is the whole heart. Of the revenue growth engine, right there, folks. So I'm, uh, hey, I'm excited for you, Dean. Congratulations on uh, InVisit and all the work you're doing there. I want to, we'll want to keep our eye on that, maybe have you back in the new year just to see how the progress is going. Um, You're now one of our resident data privacy experts here on the Revenue Growth Podcast. So happy to be be so. Happy to do it. (laughs) That's good. Well, hey, thank you so much, Dean. And and I really appreciate uh, you sharing some of your expertise with us today.
1: Absolutely. Phenomenal to talk to you.
0: You got it. And to everyone else in the Revenue Growth uh, Podcast community, thank you to all of you. I hope you're having a fantastic end to the year. I know this is a time... Uh, where we are all working to drive and thrive, as we say on the C-Suite Radio Network. I know this is also a time where you're setting goals for the new year. And as you set goals for the new year, sometimes it's hard to know how do we set revenue growth goals right now? How do we set growth goals in this uncertain time? And uh, just last week, we had a podcast. or I'm sorry, we had a live class on how to set revenue growth goals during a time of uncertainty. If you missed that, Um, just head over to revenuegrowthengine.net and there's a link right at the top of the page where you can download that recording. Happy to talk with you as well about your goals as you head into the new year. And we've got a framework that you can use uh, that will help you uh, set goals even in the midst of uncertainty. So uh, as always, thank you to everybody for sharing. Thank you for liking and all the reviews on the podcast. It helps us spread the word. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? Just text the word "Revenue" to twenty one thousand, or go to revenuegrowthengine.com/book you'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word REVENUE to 21000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.